It's Wednesday, and you're listening to Strictly Chickly. And y'all brought the most devious sandwich in 2019, dude. Like, it's totally this little sandwich you couldn't believe, dude. Like, yesterday, somebody totally got almost fucking wiped out or wiped out over this little itty-bitty sandwich, dude. It's like the new fucking trend, guy. Mike and I is over here having fucking honey wheats of oats and shit. And we're fucking reading the news on fucking Twitter, eh? And it's fucking, fucking crazy shit on fucking Twitter about somebody almost got fucking hurt or did get hurt. Or I don't even think they fucking exist anymore bruh yo check it out the most devious sandwich of 2019 bruh Devante smith adam man fatally stabbed over fight involving the hyped popeye's chicken sandwich 28-year-old man was stabbed to death at a Maryland Popeye's after a fight broke out over someone cutting the line (laughs) for the restaurant's popular chicken sandwiches. Authorities said police are searching for the suspect. So the motherfucker... Yo. Police say a man was... Oh my. We're here on the scene. The chicken sandwich ad is right in the window. It came back Sunday and sources tell us a fight over someone cutting the line led to a stabbing death. Damn! You you cut a nigga. Yo, there's some killer sandwiches. This is awesome. <laughs> there's some killer sandwiches, Mikey. Yeah, kill a nigga for a sandwich. This is unbelievable and embarrassing. This guy says. Embarrassing to who? To me! This is really embarrassing. Damn, I was having a good breakfast. Now I can't get to taste the blood, knife, and chicken out my, my mouth. Why niggas got to act a fool? It didn't even say if they was niggas or not. I just... When you know, you know. When you know, you know. (laughs) Two Maryland men. Because let's be serious. On a normal day, the white person is going to be, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Sir, you have to go to the back of the line. Sir, excuse me. I'm going to start a little fight about it. Unless they like some kind of like gutter punk. Like, you know what I mean? Not giving a fuck gutter punk or some hood ass white, like some, some hood white person. Damn, you gonna stab a nigga though? Right. To death? Over a chicken sandwich? Wow. Well, yeah, it's, it, who knows how it escalated. He I'm cut sure his ass a lot. I'm sure it wasn't like, whack, you cut me, whack, you know. I'm sure it was. He was probably like, man, you gotta, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And who did the stabbing? The person who cut in line? Probably. He was probably like, shut the fuck up. Before I stab your ass, stupid motherfucker. <laughs> get my chicken sandwich first. Y'all gonna have to step over him to get yours. <laughs> you gonna have to step over 
You better not call no police. <laughs> I'm gonna cut your ass too. Right, I'm gonna cut hey, your ass. Hey, hey, hey! Give me all the motherfucking chicken in this shit since I'm up here killing any fucking way. Give me. Uh, hey. Call yourself black. Why do I hear police sirens? You call yourself. Who call the police? You call, who call the, police? the police. You call yourself black. Oh, y'all some snitching ass. You call the police. Oh, my God. We call police when people get hurt, okay? Damn. When people get shot. We don't call them when we have the speech. He ain't even want. He ain't even want the money or nothing. He just wanted a sandwich. Right. You know. You know that saying. Not either get, one of them got a goddamn sandwich. I don't know. Maybe the guy did get the sandwich. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he did get away, didn't he? <laughs> he did get away. So maybe he went to the Popeyes, the next man's Popeyes. I don't know. It's well. <laughs> oh my god. This is fucked up. I ain't never had that chicken sandwich. Now I'm scared to eat it. I don't want to try to make you make you do that. Shit you could be talking about on your podcast. We are on the podcast. Welcome. Are we? Yes, right now. Right yes, I am. All right. <laughs> Take the chicken back off the market, or just just 
run with that advertisement of they just got some killer ass chicken. I don't know. That's bad advertisement. I don't know. I mean, it's good, but it's bad. It is bad. <clears throat> so what? Uh, that's the wrong kind of advertisement. I mean, yeah, you're getting like product awareness now, but people dying over this shit. Damn. <laughs> people dying over this shit. Damn. You brought it back the first time people was fighting and it was, you know, it's like it was disrupting, disturbing the peace. Like, what is so damn good about a piece of fried chicken between two pieces of bread? I don't know. Maybe some lettuce and tomato. I don't know what the fuck they got on there. Little it literally just, the bun looks good. It, it looked like, oh, it's they got a spicy chicken sandwich. That nigga died on a spicy chicken sandwich Sunday. Or was it Monday? It don't even have lettuce and tomato. It just has mayo and pickles on there. Ew. That's how I would do it. Make, make it. That's probably good. No, that's all I got. It's like a fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, they, it's exactly like a Chick-fil-A sandwich, but this one's just bigger. It's just like huge, like your fucking head. I don't know. Apparently the chefs back at the Pie Pie Lab figured it out. Like that's all you need to make an outstanding sandwich. But apparently they was too right because niggas is out here killing each other. Over some chicken. Boom. Nigga, we out here smoking and shit. Your ass leaning. Yeah, we, I think we, we, we turned the car into a porch. <laughs> we reminiscing because, you know, I'm used to being, I was used to being inside of the car. So by me yeah. being at the window and then I got high outside shit. Outside the fucking car. And then I'm like, I look to across the street, I'm like, and we like, where the fuck is we? What the fuck you mean, the van? And I'm looking right dead at y'all in your eyes, like I'm serious. Yeah, we knew. <laughs> they took it. <laughs> Yo, that shit. That shit was 45 seconds long of a nightmare. Cause yeah. we was all trying to figure out you what the fuck is. What you, did you remember looking at us? What did you see you us do, Dad? What was our face? Was our damn car. Cause I was like this, and then like I don't know, something told me, "Is your car all right?" So I looked to look for my car, but like since I was used to being in my car, and by me being at the window, I don't know. I guess that fucked it all up. This shit was. And I, then I'm looking at you, and I'm like. <laughs> like I'm serious. Like where's the car? And I don't know. It was just that And then like everything running through my mind. Like they, did Charday drive over here? Like how's she in the car? I just remember it was this one time in my life. Cause you was in the driver's seat and no, Becky was in the passenger. She, she no, we was next to each other. I thought me. No, no. one one was no. in the driver and one was. We in the usually passenger. be. You right? Cause I used to be right here and Becky used to always come late yeah. and just sit in the back. So I'm like, where the fuck my car? <laughs> I even stepped back then, everything, remember? Mm-hmm. I stepped back to look around. Debbie went just like this back, you remember? She was like... I was like, what the fuck are you, you like, doing? I was like, look, is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> you looked at the QD. Who told me? I think it was you. You was like, I'm in it. We in it. And I'm... And then I looked at it, I'm like, it is my car. <laughs> you look so relieved and happy, like, the car, it 
is here. It's getting kind, Lord Jesus. All this time, right in front of it, touching it. And Becky, I just remember you was just quiet and shit. Like, you was just like. <laughs> yeah, in the first, like, 20 seconds, she like, looked at me like. And I'm like. Because I was high. I was like, what was she? And I'm like, yo, it's nowhere. It's like the car turned into like, it just turned into something else, like nothing. Like I couldn't see it. It was right in front of my face, and I didn't see it. That was hilarious. I was leaning on it and everything, and I didn't see it. The fuck up is shit. They all just sat there and just looked at each other and shit. Like instead of just telling me like, you know, that be being, we're in it. No, y'all want to sit there and be like, Becky gave me that look like. You fucked us up too. I'm like, I'm serious. You <laughs> get off the fucking car and help me look for it. <laughs> That's all that shit has to say. Get out the car. No, you were still trying to find the bitch. You were still trying to. I just, you, you just look very scared. I remember that yeah, thing. Yeah, like it scared me. I'm like, have totally I been kidnapped? The fuck has happened? Say somebody stole it. Like I was like. They stole it right in front of my face. <laughs> you just look so worried. I was so worried. That yeah. Was, that was that was a Where we get that from? I don't know. That was crazy. Was that around the Liz days? Oh yes, we had some fun. It was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Y'all like the rose? Yeah, it tastes good. Tastes good. Don't like wine. Boo. Mm. Yo, what up? It's your boy Meets the Shredder. You're now listening to Shaky D on the Strictly Chickly Podcast. What up? Sad day today. Very sad day today. Um in the black community, in comedy, um, and all around. It's just a very sad day today. Um, Mr. John Witherspoon, the great comedian, has passed away yesterday on October 29th in um, his Sherman Oaks home in California. Um, I'm not sure how he passed. I don't know if it was in his sleep or whatever. I'm, I'm assuming that it was peaceful. Um, I wasn't aware that, that he was sick or anything, so I don't... I'm 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 just not sure. So, uh, like, bitch, we come to you for news. You ain't got the news, bitch. I went to Google, and they just told me the man passed away. Honestly, I was on Instagram, and I saw Niecy Nash put up um, something for Mr. Witherspoon, and I said, oh, my God. Man, we all know who Mr. Witherspoon is. He was only 77 years old when he passed yesterday. We all know him from Friday. We all know that he played... The, the single grandfather, single parent on the boondocks. Let me tell you about John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon was very, very vital and important to the black community when it came to film. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, he was the opposite of Bill Cosby. And I'm talking about pre-Bill Cosby, not post Bill Cosby portrayed the the perfect father. Okay, John Witherspoon. A lot of his um, characters, when when he would do short films or or sitcoms, he would play a strong, independent black father. And 
Mr. Witherspoon was the epitome of black love when it came to uh, a father in, in a single family home. He played that. He played it. Um, he was a no-nonsense father. He would whoop your ass. He didn't give a damn if you was a newborn baby or if you was 52 years old. Mr. Witherspoon would take his belt off and try to whoop anybody. He was no-nonsense. And to have that portrayed on film, and we all could connect to that. We all could connect to that. And Mr. Witherspoon did so much. Although it was comedy, I mean, he really, really... Um, touched us all. We all felt so close to Mr. Witherspoon. He was like a father figure to all of us. So like I said, he was opposite of Bill Cosby. He played the father role in almost everything he did. And if he wasn't a father, you know, he was kind of like the, the, the OG you looked up to, you know? So rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Your legacy will go on forever. Um, he did an amazing job and with acting, um, he was just hilarious all around. You know, if John Witherspoon was in anything. You knew your ass was watching it because you knew it was funny. Um, Mr. Witherspoon also played in this movie called Ride, um, where alongside the, of him was Cedric, the entertainer, and they both they, they both was um, driving some inner city New York kids across town to a, a Uncle Luke music video, and it was like these young kids and it was unfound talent and uncle luke left the hood and he he blew up from new york and he said oh i'm gonna come get these kids and uncle luke sent this ran down beat down bus that could barely i don't even know how he even got on the road it could barely function barely drive it kept breaking apart and when the door opened you see john witherspoon and cedric the entertainment like y'all looking for a ride <laughs> and talking to the kids listen i can't even retell that story you guys check out ride this is the perfect time to binge watch all of john witherspoon's films if you have not seen ride it's a classic it's a classic it's hilarious so i just want to say one last time rest in peace john witherspoon he's done a lot for us um for the black community and in black film and may god be with you and condolences to the family he was a good man Hey y'all, what's up? So I don't know if you girls have ever been through this. I'm sure you have. You're trying to declutterize your room and you're trying to make a couple bucks off of it. So naturally, the first thing we do is research, you know, Plato's Closet or, you know, a boutique that's, you know, in our area where we can just exchange for some money. So um, I've tried it in Philadelphia. Uh, when I first tried it, you know, I did, you know, get a couple dollars that I felt was worth it. But it just seemed like over the years, it's like they are stealing from us right in our face. So I've noticed like in Cleveland, I'm trying to get rid of some things, you know, might as well turn it into some cash. And I go to, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's it's up on Coventry if you're, if you're familiar with Cleveland. And um, I had some name brand stuff like... I can't remember what it was, but I remember going in there with like at least 10 different pieces and they took my clothes and then was like, well, 
you know, it's the waiting game, which I don't mind. But like even in Philadelphia over the past years, it's like you turn your clothes in, you know, they don't even negotiate with you no more. They separately walk away from you, get your phone number and text you when it's ready. And they'll let you know how much they want for it. And I just feel like that's a bit shady because, bitch, I'm the one selling my clothes. I am the one that should be in front of you saying I will sell this to you for this amount of money and we negotiate right there it don't have to be you know stressful I don't know if it just been a lot of confrontations that way but if you're not like a sleazy ass fucking predatory ass boutique okay (laughs) you shouldn't mind wanting to have an open negotiation on other people's really good clothes you know I mean we we try to get rid of the clothes maybe I mean like for me I just don't like having the same thing and I'm looking at it because majority of times I may wear outfit maybe twice you know especially if it was expensive I'm not going to wear it again like flat out I'm just not going to wear it again so instead of it just being here I need to get some type of money for it now I, I do get this You know, these stores are revolving doors for clothes and they need to make a buck in order to stay in business. I get that. But it's almost so fucked up how much they want to pay you for the clothes. So back to what I'm saying. They give you this, you know, this fill out this car, your driver's license ID and all of that stuff. And then turn around. They'll say, we'll text you when it's ready. You know, help yourself to look around if you want to buy something. Uh Uh-uh, baby girl, I'm not here to replace nothing. I'm trying to get some cash, some dinero. What's up? I told you I came in here looking to sell. I'm looking to sell. So I don't need to look around, you know, but, you know, you might want to sit in your car or just get something to eat or sit outside. But the thing is this. I have experienced motherfuckers not call me back for hours I mean hours just for a little bag and it's not even busy in there and then they they call me then I got to check up on my shit they want to call me damn near at closing time and then be like oh your 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 bag is ready you're like okay cool you come back around you're not even on that side of town no more probably or whatever you get back up there and you done gave them about maybe a fair 60 to 80 dollars worth of merchandise okay i'm just saying and i'm not saying i'm saying what is the value not even a value like what is worth now like i would pay you know this is a much shit i gave them i i spent like maybe 150 on it but i'm just saying it's about a fair 60 maybe 60 bucks you know these motherfuckers make you wait all day come back to get the shit right when they're about to close oh yeah i got your ticket and be like six dollars bitch give me my motherfucking shit back the fuck wrong with you give me my shit give me all my shit and i'll check my bag are you fucking ridiculous did you think this was a game do you i bitch i feel like you need to give me an extra twenty dollars for wasting my time you mean motherfucking twenty six dollars and i'm still not gonna take it what the fuck is wrong with y'all i'm like are you crazy pieces pieces or you know or um, I found out that, you know, oh, well, you, you, you getting rid of your closet and then they'll be like, well, we're actually looking for, and it's always something opposite of, of what the, of the fucking season you're in right now. Like if it's summer and they'll be like, well, we're looking for sweaters. 
we're looking for bitch you looking for a fist in your eye okay because you fucking you fucking playing with me or if it's the winner oh we're looking for shorts bikinis bracelets bangles shit you ain't seen in years door knockers bitch what the fuck you talking about it's fucking like july we're looking for flannel like what are you talking about girl if you don't take these motherfucking teeth and oh 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 and then like you look around especially i have a plato's closet done pissed me off like to the point that i will never even go in there you go in plato's closet and it's the most mediocre ass shit in there um i just feel like from what i've experienced these people is not motherfucking experienced in clothes they 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 act like they are or they just trying to feed you some bullshit because they don't feel like or they don't want to buy your shit but i need to figure out what their budget is for when they're selling things and they stretching out all day i look around and you got you took the time to put up a raggedy ass walmart t-shirt on a hanger and then you got a thousand of them motherfuckers why and you gonna turn down my shit girl bye girl bye so you mean to tell me i'm better off going to the thrift store getting a bag of shit for maybe five dollars to turn it in give it to you for so i can get 12 i mean it's like really fucking stupid in there so it's just like first of all i don't want to buy anything in here i'm not buying anything in here but back to this place on coventry um i can't think of the name i remember a buffalo exchange but i think that's in philadelphia i i think they were okay but, you know, even in Philadelphia, you know, over the years, it just got weird. Like, what the fuck? It just wasn't even worth it anymore. You know, you go down there with some nice shit, you know, and they're just like, oh, we don't take formal wear. Bitch, this is a goddamn dress to go out. It's a cock. Like, this is a fucking club dress. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I would buy this. Are you crazy? Girl, you can sell this for $10, girl. Just, you know, give me, if I come in there with like some pieces and it's like 12 of them, I at least expect $3 a piece for what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? You gonna sell the shit for $20. It's just ridiculous. So when you're looking at your room, ladies, um, oh, oh, you know, when you're looking at your room, ladies, you'd be like, okay, what should I do with this? Of course, I want to turn my clutter and my, you know, access wardrobe into cash. So you turn to other alternatives if you don't want to deal with your local shitty ass boutiques and turnaround spots that's fucking trying to rob you right in your face. So you go online and one of the biggest um, online um, websites were is Poshmark and that's similar to what I'm saying but you know you're doing it online and Poshmark is like a platform that's very social. Um, A lot of women are on there supposedly but I, I believe it is so you, you can sell you can open shop right there on their platform and your closet is a store you know you just sell what's in your closet super easy so I tried Poshmark out I put up a coach purse and I put up some auto pumps just to test the waters okay so with that being said immediately you get a lot of follows like follow 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 you know so i'm thinking like okay cool well let me put up my 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 podcast let me put up my 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 website whatever you know because it just seems very like 
sociable on here. Like I can network on here. You know, they make it a very friendly and open, warm community. I even had like notifications from um, other posh markers that were, um, you know, letting me know that if the, if I needed help with anything to let, you know, to talk. everyone's a, has a closet, you know? So I'm like, if everybody have a fucking closet, how anybody making money? We all in this bitch selling. Like we all, so, so it's posh mark basically who can out sell somebody, you know, can I, you're selling your closet and I'm selling my closet. Hmm. How can I figure out or to make you buy from my closet? What the fuck? We all trying to sell our shit. Like, where's the platform for people like looking like only posh markers buy from Poshmark? I don't get it. Like, where is the open, open, you know, herd that's going to see our shops and be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want this to like if I post something uh, like the coach bag, it should be on Google. Like if anybody is trying to buy a coach purse through Poshmark, if you're Googling, I should pop up. You know what I'm saying? Poshmark should pop up. The only thing that pops up if you're trying to buy something on Google is eBay and the rest of the competitors with eBay. I don't see Poshmark. So that just lets me know, like, you are only selling and buying through that platform and on that community. And it's just like, really, it wasn't a waste of time, but ain't shit been popping for real. You know, you, you it felt immediate it was an immediate response when you first download and create an account because you get all these people like follow 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 great they share your listings oh so then I I did something where I knocked down the price of the bag by like 20 or 30 dollars people are sharing the listing no one is going to buy shit ain't nobody buying shit anybody buying shit on Poshmark show me tell me who I've made thousands of dollars on Poshmark. I've I've paid my college debt on Co- Poshmark. I'm a fucking professional liar thanks to Poshmark. No, no, no. Like I just I just know better now. It's just like whatever. So, girls, if you're looking at your closet and you like shit, I got to get rid of this. Girl, your best bet, honey child, is to open up your yard. Call your friend like, girl, I'm selling this. Girl, come get this. You know what I'm saying? You, I guess you just got to go to your own community first. Like, do you want this? Would you like this? You da, 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 da. Um, uh, I heard uh, Facebook has a marketplace. I haven't ventured off to Facebook yet because I, me personally, Facebook, uh, me, we ain't been eye to eye. Like, I have estranged from that platform for so long now. I just don't know it anymore. It's just like, not saying I don't know how to work it. But it's just, it's just so unfamiliar to me. It's just like, I don't feel comfortable there. It's just like really open. Um, it's just, it's just too busy for me. And I don't, it's not, user friendly is not the word I want to use at all. Cause it is user friendly, but it just doesn't please me. Like I'm not comfortable like how I am on Instagram or, um, I feel like I have more control and it's just, maybe it's just a user-friendlier platform, Instagram, you know. But that's why Mark was like, shit, I got Instagram too. I'll keep y'all bitches both ways. I get it. But, um, you know, Facebook has a marketplace. And I don't know if you guys have ever tried it. Feel free to leave a uh, voice message on the podcast if you have tried Facebook Marketplace. And if you have sold anything out your closet, anything, what platform did you use? And did it work? I don't know. Just leave us a voicemail. But I'll tell you what. 
girl like me will never go to Plato's Closet. And I tell you what, if you're ever in Cleveland and you want to come up on a couple bucks and you want to go to Coventry, because I know they just Google what I'm talking about because I can't. Maybe it's a good thing I don't say their name. (laughs) But um, yeah, they made me fucking mad. They fucking had me wait all day long. I mean, I didn't stay there, but if I went early, because you want to go early, you know? You go early, you know, you do a couple errands, you know, you're getting your day started and you just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to have me a couple dollars in my pocket, put that in the bank or whatever. And then you got to look for them or they'll call you like 20 minutes before they close. Your bag is ready. And, and, and the worst is when they have your bag all fucking day. And they be like, oh, we decided not to, not to, not to buy anything. We, we're going to pass. Bitch, you knew that shit when I walked away in this bitch. Fucking six hours ago. Give me my shit. Thanks for hanging out for another Wednesday, another season of Strictly Chickly. We had a cool podcast. Make sure that you share with your friends. Make sure that you just come back next next month and hang out with your girl. Strictly Chickly, Music by Ground Up, Gucci Man, Wattober the uh, the second one. I <laughs> the second one. Wattober was hard, dog. Uh, that track, Big Boy Diamonds, Look Kodak Black is real nice. Uh, Meet the Shredder, Rest in Peace, John Witherspoon. Shout out to Philly. Shout out to everybody in Cleveland. Shout out to everybody listening. Um, no shout out to Plato's Closet. Um, <laughs> no shout out to uh, niggas that want to kill niggas over uh, chicken sandwiches. But shout out to y'all. Check y'all out next month, maybe. Checky D, I'm out. Strictly Chicken.